Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton, and what an awesome week we had in Ivy League football, Ivy League basketball as well. Some really good games. We will get into that. Looking ahead, we have the game this week. Yeah, everybody's focused on that. A lot of good college basketball games coming up as well. So we will get into everything. Guys, I'm Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out over there. I am red, red, red hot at TomBartonSports.com, by the way. Uh, I, I do uh, the Believe uh, Best Bets podcast, and I am 8-1 and one overall for the last five weeks giving out free plays uh, overall. And, and this is just, look, I don't promote it often on this channel, but if you want to go check that out, I have also have not lost in the NFL in five weeks. So 5-0 and oh in the NFL. So go check that out. Also go check me out on YouTube. It's Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube. And you guys can go check out all the other stuff that we do here for Believe as well. All right. Look, you want to get in touch with me? It's Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. Let's go right into it. Let's start with a little football here. And we'll start. Uh, Harvard and Penn was a really good game that swung, I guess, the complexion of this league, right? The complexion of the conference. We all knew that Penn was in this fight. They did have one loss, but we knew that they were in the fight. We knew that... that what they needed, what Penn really needed was Princeton to go down to Yale. And then they would have the one loss. They'd have a shot. It was all kind of staring at, okay, what can Penn do? Penn was at home against a Harvard team that had already had two losses in the Ivies, and they needed kind of a miracle to get back into this thing. Harvard has not been playing well. Their defense has just not been playing well. Their offense has been playing okay. And Harvard goes out and puts up 37 on Penn, a Penn defense that we have watched absolutely squash teams this year, a Penn defense that had given up you know, a couple more points than we thought after their great start over the course of the year. Over the course of the year, look, you know, we're talking about a Penn defense that gave up 14-0, 17-28 to Georgetown, but they put up 59, 14 to Columbia, 13 to Yale, and then they put up 34 to Brown in a weird game, 21 to Cornell, and 37 to Harvard all of a sudden. But the more surprising thing is that the Harvard defense actually looks good finally. They held Penn to just 14 points. A Harvard defense really changing the complexion. They go into Franklin Field and they get the win here. You look at Dean having a huge day. We, we talk about the running game all the time. And 117 on the ground is nothing to scoff at, right? But Dean, 316, 29 and 38 for four touchdowns. They just lit it up in the air. And Harvard goes to 4-2 and two in the Ivies and sends Penn to 4-2 and two in the Ivies. Columbia Brown, that game goes into overtime. I told you, you know, Columbia, a, a good little team here, and they were having a nice little season, and all of a sudden that nice little season turns into, whoa, wait a minute, no, 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 this is a real player. 31-24 on the road, it takes overtime, but they get the, the, the win here uh, for Columbia, three touchdowns from Bell. It, look at the 226 and the 18-33, not great, but he got it done when it needed to be done. I told you I worried about Cornell. I told you what Cornell could bring to the table. They beat up Dartmouth and just sent Dartmouth into it. Look, I don't want to pile on 
Gotham this year is just miserable. I mean, it's just a miserable year. That's all you could say about it. They lose 17-13. Dartmouth is 1-5 in the Ivies, and Cornell gets to 2-4. and four. And then the game of the week, everybody in the Ivies were staring at Yale and rooting for Yale, ironically, because you needed Yale to beat Princeton, who was undefeated. What a good game this was. This was a scoreless first, nothing-nothing battle of the defenses in, in a game where I think we thought that the offenses were really going to play well in a game where this is an offensive-laden game, Princeton then gets on top at the half. It's 14-7. You go, okay, same old Princeton team. Here you go. Yale came out of the locker room. Bam! 17-0 third quarter. And that's all that she wrote at that point. Six more points for Princeton in the fourth. And that was it. 24-20. Yale wins. They go to 7-2 on the year. 5-1 in the Ivies. Princeton's now 8-1 on the year. 5-1 in the Ivies. You want to talk about good quarterback play? Look, Stenstrom looked good. 367 and three touchdowns, right? I mean, you, you go out there and you say, yeah, but Grooms, 20 carries, 152 and a touchdown, was able to put it away late. It's the adjustments that came at halftime that really mean everything here. And right now, Yale and Princeton, 5-1 and one in the Ivies, 5-1 and one in the Ivies, 4-2, four 4-2 and two, four and two for Harvard and Penn coming up just short there. So we now fast forward to this week, right? And we fast forward to the week of weeks. Now, Brown's going to take on Dartmouth. It's a chance here for uh, both of these teams are one and five. It's a chance to kind of just, you know, end your season with a good showing. I, I don't know how much more I could say about Dartmouth. They're supposed to win the league. They just they just look bad all year long. It's your last game. It's a home game. It's a senior game. Go out with a win. I, I think that they are the better team. I don't know emotionally or headspace-wise what they're even thinking. I, I don't even know. I, I mean, Brown is a dangerous team, I guess, right? Wilcox is a good player, uh, but I expect Howard and Dartmouth to carry the day here. You then go to Cornell, Columbia. Like I said, Columbia's on a roll. Columbia at home. Columbia wants to end this thing with a with a nice three-game winning streak at Harvard, at Brown, and now against Cornell. You can't, you almost can't let up now. Columbia's had a good year, five and four. You don't want to finish five and five, first of all. You don't want to do that. A six and four year and three and four in the Ivies is a good year, but Cornell is dangerous. We talk about Wang every week and how dangerous he is, and Wang is a good, dangerous quarterback, the dual threat guy. So, I, I, I again, I'm fighting with the home team because I think that they have to, right? I, I mean, I think that they have to go there. Then we have Harvard-Yale, the game. And I didn't save this for last only because now all of a sudden there's a bigger game. But Harvard and Yale are here. It's in Cambridge. I've already got the notifications and the emails about the parking situation, how crazy it's going to be. I have already gotten all it, right? Harvard, Yale, the game is going to be fantastic. I've been a couple of times. Uh, I was on a streak there where, where right before the pandemic where I just wasn't missing the game. I'm not going this year, unfortunately. Uh, my kids' activities are kind of um, you know, taking precedent over that, of course. So I'm not going this year, but but look, I I, I do, I do see uh, the allure, and it's good that both of these teams are good this year. In a scenario like this, can can Harvard beat Yale, and then uh, you know have Princeton lose as well, and kind of everybody finishes five and two? That would be sort of cool, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, look, I think Harvard's playing really well. I don't know about the emotional letdown of Yale. I tend to think that there will be an emotional letdown here by Yale. I tend to think there almost has to be an emotional letdown here by Yale. Uh, you go in, you come so close, um, uh, you know, to to the championship. And, and 
I, I know it's the game. And that's the only thing that's keeping it. I know it's Harvard, and I know it's on the road. You got to think that that favors Yale from a letdown standpoint. It's going to be a little bit. I mean, you're going up against an undefeated team in Princeton and the way that you won last week, the way that you came out of that locker room in the second half. Um, you know, it's going to be a little bit, right? I mean, it's just got to be a little bit of a down, but it's Harvard. Yeah, I mean, how can you really let up in this game? So I think it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic game, a great watch for everybody. Then you have Penn Princeton. And here it is. The rest of the Ivy League is watching this game. Penn had a bad game. Maybe they were looking ahead. Maybe they were looking past Harvard at home. They just, they couldn't do anything. And now Penn, over the last three weeks, their defense just doesn't look good all of a sudden. All of a sudden, you know, this Penn defense that we were able to count on um, all year long has just not looked good over the last three weeks. I think Princeton's going to be angry. I think Princeton knows that they have the Ivy League title, at least a share of the Ivy League title in their hand here. They could finish at six and one at home. I think Princeton's offense is just going to be too much for this one. This this is one of those games where you look at it and you have to look at the recent play. And the recent play just sits back and screams out that it has to be the Princeton offense just just absolutely dominating here. I mean, that that's what it, it, it just almost has to be that way. All right, let's flip it over to the basketball side of things. And, uh, you know, we go back to, uh, to, to you know, we're in the beginning stages, I guess, of the year, right? And we're in the beginning stages of what we're all looking at. And it's hard to kind of take a lot away from some of these games. But some of them, there are. Look, Cornell beating SUNY Delhi uh, last week. UMass uh, just destroying Columbia in a game that I I knew. You, look, UMass is a good team this year. UMass is going to battle with Vermont for that for that title. And and this was a this was a, just a bad spot for Columbia. Uh, Colgate over Brown. Ivy League's had a tough Thursday. Going into Friday, uh, Louisiana beat Harvard. Okay, I, I'm I, you know I'm not going to get too mad about that. Bryant's another good team. Bryant's a good team beating up on Dartmouth. Missouri beat Penn. Nobody expected Penn to win that game. Uh, they played well, though. Navy beating Princeton hurts. And Princeton not looking good out of the gates. And then Yale beat Eastern Washington. Okay. Going into Saturday, Dartmouth beating up. Massachusetts College by 52, 50-something points, 55 points. Harvard then beat up on Elon. That's a good game because they scored 92. Harvard, Nelson, 23 points, two rebounds, six assists. That's a good game because Evan Nelson is becoming the scorer. I know that Elon doesn't have a great defense. They're not a superior team, but putting up 92 is putting up 92. Columbia dropped a tough one against Sacred Heart because they just have no defense. Townsend beat up on Penn. Loyola, Maryland beat up on, uh, on Brown and Yale continues to move on and got a 29-point win against Mississippi Valley State, against Mississippi Valley State, uh, Valley State. Who cares, right? It doesn't really matter. But Noling, 20 points, five rebounds, two assists, and Yale put up 80. And Yale starting to kind of cruise here a little bit, and Yale starting to look good. Princeton beats up. Uh, by the way, Princeton was a three-point favorite on the road against UMBC, and I think we all saw that Princeton was a better team. Not only did they win, they won by 30 on the road. Uh, uh, this is a really good game for Princeton. Cornell beat St. Francis, and Yale comes back in an absolute, just awesome, awesome game. Yale beats Hawaii until the wee hours. I was up until about 2 a.m. in that game in Yale. They had the lead most of, uh, Hawaii had the lead most of the game, and then Yale switched it up. It was a first half where they couldn't get anything going. It was 18-17, Hawaii, going into the half. They had a, and then the second half, they exploded. Yale would not, look, Hawaii came out at, at the half, and you think for an underdog team, Hawaii, uh, Yale was getting four and a half. Hawaii was given, you know, four and a half points. 
Uh, you think for an underdog team like Yale on the road, they had the lead and Hawaii hit a late shot, boom, to send it into overtime. That's an emotional letdown usually. Then Hawaii comes out, they hit a three immediately. Another two, they were up five points in overtime and you're going, okay, it's over. Yell, yell, good game, but but it's over. No, they fought back, battled back. Absolutely great game. And you really just got to tip your hat to Yale. So moving on uh, through the rest of the week here, is there any big games? Harvard Northeastern is always a fun game, but it's a, look, it's not a big game. You do need to start kind of getting these wins, even if they are away. Brown takes on Stony Brook. Again, not a big game, but Stony Brook's always a pretty quality program. Um, uh, Columbia takes on a tough Maine team. Maine went in against Boston College as a 20-and-a-half-point underdog and won the game outright. Won the game outright. So don't overlook this Maine team here. Cornell, Ithaca, uh, Pentix on West Virginia in a game that, look, you can't expect a win there. Going into Saturday, Princeton takes on Marist. You want to see Princeton start kind of moving up and start to get things going. Harvard takes on Siena, a good Siena team. Columbia, SUNY Maritime, Yales. 4-0, they take on John Jay College. So they're going to be 5-0 uh, more than likely the next time that we talk. It looks like Yale's going to be 5-0. and And Yale is kind of starting to stand out as the class of this conference, which I think a lot of people kind of assume. It's very, very early, but that's what it's looking like right now. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the college football week. It's going to be the last one. Then we're going to turn it over to really all basketball talk all the time on this show. Hope everybody enjoyed. If you want to contact me, it's Tom Barton Sports over on gmail.com, Tom Barton Sports on Twitter. And please go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. Have a very good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.